Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. This is an extra episode for your YouTube comments because Anthony James and Conrad could not stop rambling on. What a pair of schmucks. Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony and we've got a very special guest for you today. Here joining us for the first time is Jonas. Hello everyone, it's me, Jonas, from the hits German television show, Dark. Well, Watch Jonas. season three now on Netflix. <laughs> well, Jonas, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing, doing alright, thank you. This is really hot. I don't know why you would wear this at any time. It's stifling. I feel protected from radiation. Just oh, to, yeah. I'm just going to let the let the listeners inside the bit. Don't worry, we're not going to do this for the whole episode. Just stay with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not going to yeah, we're not going to do this for uh, for a full 40, 45 minutes. Just, uh, just bear with me while I indulge this very dramatic reveal of my face on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, back in character. I'm back in character. Right. Okay, Conrad. Um, oh, sorry, J- Jonas. Uh, Jonas. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm Lewis. Uh, what is his name? Hoffman. Lewis Hoffman. Lewis Hoffman. Hang, hang on. So you're so meta in the character that you're actually Lewis. Playing the actor. Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah. I'm playing the actor playing Jonas. Oh, that's even. That's even better. All right. Um, what, what do you think of your auntie? She's she's really hot. <laughs> yeah. Just so like sad. you are right now. Yeah, I'm so hot. This is not an outfit that is made to be worn indoors. I'll tell you that much. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. The bit's over, everyone. Here he it is. It was me. It was me, Austin. <laughs> ah, there he Hello. is. There he is. The man, Hi. the myth, the legend, Conrad. Take all this off now. I wasn't prepared for this. Sorry, I'm gonna have to lean towards the camera. Oh my god. You do- oh, we've got a glimpse of the tattoos. We've got a glimpse of the tattoos. Be gone. Be gone. Sorry. There we go. All right. All right. We got him. We're back Where's to being Conrad? professional now. Hi, everyone. Oh, yeah. Just everyone watching on the YouTube channel, I'm probably going to cut a fair bit of out of the audio. So if you're just watching this thinking, geez, those audio listeners must be hating them right now, I'll probably cut a lot of the, hey, look at his face stuff out. Don't Not all dare. of it. Not all of Don't it. You dare. Not <laughs> you leave all of this in. <laughs> yeah, this is all quality. Quality good stuff. Uh, anyway, there is there he is. That's Conrad. Get used to him. Um, you'll be seeing him a fair bit. And uh, so, Conrad, we've got a lot of questions to answer today. We're just going to go straight. We're just going to act like it's normal now. We'll just act like yep. it's 100% normal. Um, so, guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcasting apps if you haven't already. Big, big uh, thanks to the people who have jumped over there. Again, you don't have to you don't have to watch it there or listen to it there. You can just subscribe, delete the app, and it counts as our numbers. So that'd be great. Um, obviously, if you want to listen to it twice, once on YouTube, once in the audio apps, even better for us. Also, three, three or four times. Go crazy. Go, yeah, go crazy. Why not? Um, yeah, so uh, also, can you make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel? Um, and then there's nothing else to say this episode because this is just a good old fun question and answers episode. So yeah, just have fun in the comments. Be nice to each other. Be nice just to be each kind. other. Be kind. Be kind. Right, let's get into the questions then. Yeah, let's do it. A stranger from the outside. Master Onion North says, "I have some. What does Conrad think about the book Young? Uh, the oh yeah, the book Young Elizabeth was flipping through. Uh, that was in found in Tanhouse's shop. Anything of interest regarding some of the pictures? Well, they're definitely on the Sigmundus cult's walls. So um, there's a link there. I I still don't really know how Tanhouse." is linking back to Sigmundus, whether it's just mm. they kind of appropriate his work. or But, I mean, he has photos of them in his books, which implies a more kind of personal <laughs> yeah. relationship than just, oh, yeah, these guys stole my research to build time machines. So, yeah, there's got to yeah. be a personal relationship there of some description. I, I But he, he doesn't seem bad. He doesn't seem like the kind of person who'd be like, yeah, this cult seems cool. So I, I, I'm not sure what it's going to be, but there must be like a personal relationship there. Okay, awesome. Uh, also, Master on your North adds, any significance to the particle sample analysis that Claudia went over? She seemed to be puzzled by one of the results. Oh, I didn't even... I mean, I did notice that bit, but to be honest, like I, when they start talking science in this show, I'm just like, yeah, that sounds fine. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you just, yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> that yeah. checks out, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the left so, phalange. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretending I know anything about science. Um, so honestly, no. Sorry, can that. I stop you there just for a second? Uh, there, Conrad. Go on. Uh, the YouTube listeners will just notice we we just both did the exact same movement at the exact same time, and we our hands came back at the same time. There you it, go. We're in it perfect sync. It can do right. Anyway, that was, that was, was perfect. <laughs> It was perfect, right? Okay, sorry, I, I derailed you there. Something about science and Claudia. Yeah, I, I, I didn't actually think that much about it, to be honest. Uh, so if some, if a kind soul in the comments next week wants to give me a rundown of what they said and why it might be significant, that would be tremendously helpful because, honestly, most of the science stuff in this, I just accept it at face value without analysing it too much. Uh, yeah, I to be honest with you, I'm generally the same. Uh, I will just... Roll with the punches, even though, to be honest, I, like, I have a maths degree and uh, I teach maths. So, like, some of the stuff I understand what they're talking about. Also, I've got, a, uh, like, we've both got a friend who's, like, a, like you know, a theoretical mathematician. And he would understand a lot more than me. But, yeah, uh, yeah just roll the punches. It's, you know, left phalange and all that sort of jazz. Sure, right, next yeah. question. Uh, actually, says, not a question. But during Adam's voiceover in episode seven, he at one point says, pain is their vessel or slash ship. He also uses the word compass as well. Considering mm-hmm. that Dark's creator's new series, 1889, is set on a ship. It's 1899, I think. Anyway, is set on a ship. I'm wondering if this was an Easter egg planted for the fans. Well, we'll have to wait and see, I suppose. But uh, it might have actually been a little Easter egg, I suppose. Like the, the idea of the compass and the vessel pointing to their next venture. Uh, the next voyage, I should say. Um, maybe. Are they Why suggesting not? there's like a, a a DCU, like a dark cinematic universe that this is all. all well, we, are, we already in. know that the boys is part of it. We, we figured. Yeah, that that's true. Bit, yeah, the boys so. is in it, and uh, you know, as, as we've discussed about Vola, he is uh, kind of a, the personification of Odin. So the the Vikings could easily exist in the uh, in, in the same continuity as Dark yeah. as well. Obviously, uh-huh. like two thousand years before or a thousand. Well, you know, we never know. Like every every universe is different, isn't it? So that's true. Uh, yeah, it's fair yeah. point. Yeah. So fair point. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you know, knowing these writers, I wouldn't put it past them that they're sneaking little hints in for the next show. Um, so beware of boredom says uh, another great name. It seems like nobody uh, has asked this yet. So if this hasn't been discussed in an episode yet, I am just going to go ahead and ask this: with the revelation of Elizabeth being indeed Charlotte's mother, and with Noah being the father. Does this maybe throw a wrench in your Yasin Alexander? <laughs> that your no, Yasin I don't know the slight is. Why would it? Your if Yasin anything, it Alexander theory. It. No, if anything, it confirms it. As Noah might have, I was really. I thought that was going somewhere serious for a minute there. <laughs> Listen, they're both dead now anyway. So <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what are we doing? Like all well, like, you know. Once we're all dead, are we not all the same? So exactly. Yasin and Alexander, they've returned mm-hmm. upon, turned uh, returned to dust from returned whence they the came. Returned to the live stream. Yeah, I mean, you can't look at Yasin and tell me that he doesn't look exactly like Alexander. <laughs> so, <laughs> from what I remember of Yasin from like the five minutes of television that he was in. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, it says, uh, put a hole in your Alexander Yasin theory. As Noah might have had, had a vested interest in getting rid, rid of his rival... <laughs> Is that what? Why would Alexander be his rival for Ellie? Or, no, oh, I guess Yasin. Yeah, Yasin was his rival for Ellie. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Uh, I mean, I think he was just if if that they had like gone on that path, then Noah might have wanted to bump him off. But obviously, he grew to love Regina, uh, and that fixed that problem. You know, the heart wants what the heart wants, and unfortunately, Yasin didn't want Ellie anymore. He wanted Regina, which is understandable. Yeah, understandable. Um, yeah. So, Vic Disco. Again, thanks for the donation, Vic. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Says, thank you. Great podcast as always, guys. Thank you. I, I usually watch the episodes again so, uh, just so I can think of some questions. Great idea. I love the idea that people are watching along with us. Um, although this time around, I don't know if I can watch Marta die again. Anthony, it's quite a gut punch. Having said that, though, I've just got a few questions for Conrad. When this new Marta shows up and tells Jonas about another world... Do you think that an alternate version of Jonas exists there, and perhaps is the one who turn, uh, and perhaps is the one that turns into Adam? Uh, no. So I, well, I mean, I think an alternate version of Jonas did exist there, but I think it's running in opposite. So I think Marta is the Jonas 
of that world and her older self is the stranger and that older self the older version of that self is the i guess eve uh um and jonas presumably dies in a similar way to um to how marta dies in 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 this universe um i although it's kind of like i was saying in the main episode like the possibility for characters crossing over and replacing each other and doing god knows what you know having sex with themselves and having children <laughs> having children with knows. themselves yeah listen they'll figure it's it out 2020 it's 2020 we'll figure it out yeah 2053 yeah uh yeah uh, they, uh, then i think this goes on to say i know that claudia mentions uh that she had seen a world without Jonas, mm. but what do you think that means um i think that's the world that she comes from i think i think he died um but i don't think it i, I don't think it actually changed anything i think she just kind of assumed his role as the one who would kind of both try and stop the disaster and perpetuate it at the same time by growing up to be to be the the one who drives drives humanity towards disaster so i I think it's basically just mirrored okay awesome uh interesting actually i didn't actually uh we touched upon this i think you touched upon it a little bit in the main episode but i wanted to ask you um do you believe that um this oh actually you said you think this this is happening for the first time or Adam slash Jonas or middle stranger Jonas hadn't had this happen to them before. So mm. is that is that your way of saying that this is the breaking of the cycle? I think so. Yeah, I I think um, I mean y- Jonas will still ha- the the murder of Marta. I think will still have the desired effect on Jonas. Like it still is an, obviously an incredible pain, incredibly painful thing for him to witness and experience. But I think if that like a different martyr showing up in a weird way must surely soften the blow a bit even though she's not his martyr to 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 him you know for for him to still have some connection to a martyr um and i i don't believe that adam would have become as broken as he has if he had also had that experience but having said that you did raise a good point when i when i said i thought it was uh, alternate martyr who was writing these letters for noah to have one of her letters sort of implies that they are aware of her so it's still a bit up in the air that one yeah okay awesome um by the way anthony vic disco here uh still talking he didn't say that uh <laughs> by the way anthony just wanted to say get well and sorry to hear about your son hope he gets better soon glad to hear you guys didn't get the beer flu <laughs> uh yeah thanks uh thanks uh vic we are doing much better much better now um i think my son i don't know what was wrong with him uh he had a high temperature and because I'm a teacher, you have to be very, very careful. Well, I suppose everyone should be very careful, and we have to get a test. But um, everything was fine. And to be honest with you, in a few days, we were cleared up. It's just that in those initial days, we had to know whether I could go to work or not, um, unfortunately. Thanks, Vic. Right, uh, Chris K says, Does Conrad know how uh, no- did Noah manage to travel from 1921 to 2019 to meet Charlotte? And then back, I think it was t- to 2020. Not 2019, yeah. To, uh, and then back from 2020 to 1921 to try and kill Adam, since the suitcase is already given to Bartos and the passage is still closed. Uh, well, I mean, they've got... Um... Mm. Interesting. Well, okay. Well, so so how is how is Noah travelling without a briefcase, basically? Basically, yeah. And the, pa- well, and the passage closed, too. I mean the, the 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 church with its weird uh portal is still there, right? I assume that's always been how he's traveling. Yeah, but how can he get back though? From from where, sorry, from from 2020, 2020 yeah. I, I assume the portal's oh, yeah, there in 2020 as well. Oh, okay, okay. So Sigmundus have a continual access to this portal any at any time to travel wherever they want, basically. Yeah, I, I think the I think the portal is there um like now that it's been built in 2020 in uh, uh 1920 it also exists and can or can be invoked i guess in mm. in the 50s the 80s and and every timeline timeline beyond that okay awesome uh ak says in the final scene the other martyr or we call it alt martyr let's call it that uh mentions another world do you think that this is the only alternate world or will there be more um or will it be like a full dc universe like uh, if yes, how many will there be? I mean, 
once you've got one, you're kind of in for a penny, in for a pound on that stuff, really. <laughs> like, as I say, there's one where Voller is the hero and he has both eyes. Uh, there's one where it's all just superheroes <laughs> just <laughs> flying around. Um, yeah, there's one where Magnus has a moustache. It's, uh, it's as many as as many as they want, really. Um, yeah. I can actually, I can honestly say, I think this is the first... And normally when, when stuff gets into like alternate reality territory, I kind of get a bit like, oh, okay. Because it's normally a way of them doing like a zero stakes storyline. You know, like you can have one where... Batman dies at the end or something like that and it doesn't matter because it's not the real Batman but yeah. and I, th- I think this is the first time where a- an alternate reality has been invoked where I actually am really into it and I guess it's because they are like directly impacting the true reality if you want to call it that um, it's a really interesting way of them doing it so it's it's yeah it's a, it seems a little bit more involved than just the comic book multiverse thing where it's like this one Spider-Man has wings and yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I I would love them to do more. I don't know how the hell they're going to do more in eight episodes of television. To be honest, I feel like they've got a lot a lot of work to do with yep. uh, not that much time. Yep, exactly. Uh, be interested to see what's what you think going forward. Uh, so Adam, um, McCready asks two questions for you both. Oh yay! I'm going to channel my inner Anthony's dark discussions logic here. Oh Jesus, this is going to be good. Uh, and make some bold, mainly right predictions. Well, I am always right, uh, Adam, as, as you know. Uh, I've never had to make a correction, ever. Uh, so, question one. I would assume that... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Adam's gone off, off script here. Oh, okay. I, I would assume that you use Lucio's Break It Down because you play Overwatch. So who's your favorite hero to play, play as? Are you, you going to let me answer this first? You go first, yeah. Oh, hold on. There you go. Oh, oh. See if this works. Oh, no. I've kind of broken him. There you go. There's my McCree. It's the only Funko Pop I own because I hate Funko Pops, generally speaking. But I got a McCree <laughs> one because I do like McCree. Yeah, uh, I I don't like Funko Pops either. I'm sorry, everyone out there. I know if you are on, if you have a YouTube channel, you have to have a load of Funko Pops behind you. That's why I've got it there. It's, this is my nerd shelf. I had to set it up to be like, look at me, I'm legitimate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like for some reason, people have chosen these little weird looking things with all the same eyes as a as a as a as a sign that you actually legitimately are like you know I don't know into nerd culture or something. Yeah, it's um, proof. It's proof. Like, and to be honest with you. Fine, I'm not a nerd. If if I don't like Funko Pops, yeah, get. I mean, I, I've gone the Hot other take. way. Just got stuff, Hot take. T- I just get like Street Fighter tattoos instead, and just ruin my life going forward. By yeah, like to be honest with you, the only Funko Pops I've ever liked are the ones that have their eyes covered by goggles and stuff. Um, I, yeah, it's just uh, anyway. I could I could talk all day about it. Like, who's geez. your favorite Overwatch character? <sighs> oh yeah, oh yeah, my favorite Overwatch character. Right. Um. So. Which one is my favorite, or which one am I the best at? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would assume they're probably the same. Uh, yeah, actually, probably, yeah. I, they probably are, actually. Um, I, I, May. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. May was um, always good. May, May is, my, uh, is my best character. Um, May or, like, I, just, I, I, I usually play Tank, to be honest with you, and, uh, and it would be, like, a Reinhardt or a Roadhog. Like, but I think May is the character that I feel... I, it's my favorite character. My favorite character. Um, and then Adam also asks, you're watching FIFA videos, so must have half an interest in football. Uh, remember I was talking about the, the goal line technology yeah. and, um, the way Conrad was laughing suggests he likes football too. So who do you support right now? Just because Conrad's laughing, he, he could be, uh, you know, he could be trying to make me feel good, but yes, he does, uh, actually like football. So, uh, who do you support, uh, Conrad? I support Tottenham Hotspurs. Yeah, Tottenham Hotspurs, yeah. Uh, who have my team's old manager. I support Manchester United. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a glory hunter, I will say, although I do love a bit of glory. Uh, I mean, you started supporting them in the 90s I started when they were the best team in, in the country. Hang on, hang on a minute. I've got a picture of myself wearing a Man United top when I was like one and a half years old. And my, and my, and I, but I will say, it, my, my support of Man United has grown out of the roots of glory hunting because my father actually kind of maybe not my father supported uh man united and i'm pretty sure it was because of george best my father's from northern ireland so yeah i mean there's a there's like a lot of like 
links between Northern Ireland and Man United, so it's not like unprecedented at all. Yeah. Oh no, no. Over here, it's mo- like in my generation, it's all Man United and Liverpool fans. And now yeah. that I'm a teacher, I'm seeing a load of kids coming up, and they're supporting like live uh, so like Man City. And no, I'm that's, like, oh. that's awful. We I mean, it's just, know- I like the, you can't really call it like. I mean, the, I, I I quite like basketball as well, and I like grew yes, up yeah. in the '90s loving the Chicago Bulls because of Michael Jordan. So I was totally a glory hunter, and it just so happens that the, I stayed into it, and the Bulls are terrible now. So yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry for this sports talk for anyone who doesn't like sports. Yeah, but I, just, I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to say who my favorite basketball team is now too. Uh, because Conrad did. I used to I used to play basketball for like a men's team in Belfast and stuff. So I'm a big big basketball fan. I supported the Lakers because when I was growing up, the Lakers were the best team. Uh, and then when I was about 13, I realized, hang on a minute. I only support the Lakers because they're good. <laughs> and I hated that. I hated that. So I went to the NBA 2K game and I clicked the random button and Minnesota Timberwolves popped up. So I've been supporting couldn't, them. Couldn't ever- have done worse, to be honest. I've been supporting them ever since. And to be honest with you, we might not be the best team in the world, but we've got the best logo. Uh, debatable. No, They're okay. Not. not debatable. Right, next question. Sports talk is over. All right, over. we've had our sports minutes. Sorry, I might even put, I'll, I'll put in the little. Uh, I'll yeah. put in the timestamp. Sports talk. Sports talk. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Marvin, how in the hell is Conrad going to convince us now that he doesn't have any powers of premonition after predicting the Ali slash Charlotte twist fourteen episodes ago? <laughs> I, I, I listen. Uh, the theory matrix is going to look really bad by the end of this. Like, I think the thing that I, I, I I'm very much like a. A predi- I predict a lot of things, and most of them are wrong. But it kind of a, a you know a stop clock is right twice a day, and in this case, I happen to be right on the Claudia finding what's her dog's name of Gretchen. Gretchen. Claudia finding Gretchen in the caves and Ellie being Charlotte's mum theory. Yeah. But there was a lot I got wrong, so I don't want to give the impression that I'm like you know more switched on than anyone else. But I I was when when that when that like opening happened, I was looking at my partner just like. I can't believe I got this right. <laughs> that was a ridiculous theory. I can't believe that worked out. But uh, yeah, it's... That's going it to be was... your calling card for this podcast for whoever knows how long. Like, Yeah. Somehow. I somehow, pulled that one out. Some way. You got it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next up, Alex asks, So, does Conrad expect Hannah to hook up with Egon now? And is there a possible cons- cons- uh, consequence in in the form of kids coming from this? If yes, do we know the child already, or will we? Uh, do we get to know them, or is it of, of importance? Now, I think that we actually talked about this in last week's Q and A, which, as we're recording this, hasn't come out yet. Um, so, give your brief view, but I'm pretty sure you can find the answer in that as well. Yeah, I mean, I think they, <clears throat> I think they will. I think she will seduce him. I don't know. I mean, she could te- technically probably still have children. You know, women can have kids very late depending on their on their biology so it's possible um i think given what we know about the sort of past present and future kind of existing at the same time making it impossible to change them if she does end up seducing chanta uh, uh, seducing chanta and uh, <laughs> no i said it twice egon <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why like, I've, I've been having real trouble getting egon and tronta's name although let's be honest episode. let's be honest tronta would be amazing that would be That'll be son, father, and yeah. grandfather. The whole collect the whole set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think if she does seduce Egon, I feel, and and she she does have a child. We we must already know who they are, um, which it just further complicates things. Really, I I don't even know who they would be. They'd be a one of the Tiedemans, I guess. Oh, I hope it's not like Peter Doppler or something. <laughs> that be like because because we know he like Peter Doppler Peter Doppler is one of the ones who has like a question mark around his origins because we know he turned up in Vinden in like 1986. Um, yeah, if if it's time travel related, then yes. But if it's not time travel related, Peter Doppler would have to be born in like the mid 60s. Yeah, which would yeah, mean Hannah true, would be in would like mean she'd close be quite to 60. Old. Yeah, so it seems unlikely. Um, he's the only one that I could really see it being off the top of my head but you are right the kind of timing of that seems a bit unlikely to me mm. okay awesome uh so sean springer asks hey guys i love the show and i feel like there is uh any episode to ask a question this is the one uh, i have a few so first i don't know if conrad has answered this yet but i but who are the man uh the man and the woman 
who are there when Noah sends his old self, uh, his young self off. So we've talked about this extensively. I think he's referring to Magnus and Francisca. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely Magnus and Francisca. Like, they're sort of, they're joined at the hip. It's only yeah. going to be Magnus and Fra- And we know one of them's Magnus, so the other one's definitely Francisca. Yeah, yeah. I And I, I've actually come out and just told you they are. Because yeah. there's, there's no point in pretending. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that actor, even if they hadn't said Magnus, I would have been like, that's that's definitely Magnus. <laughs> like, <laughs> And anyone saying that I've spoiled the idea that that's Francisca, do you really think when Conrad found out at some point in the season three that they when they say Francisca, do you really think he's going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Magnus is never getting another girlfriend. Like, I, he just... It, like he can he can barely speak to Francisca, let, let alone any other girls. Like there's no way that he's moving on from that relationship. No, no, not at all. Um, then again, they uh, they are there at the end in Adam's lair when the god particle is going crazy and causing the apocalypse. Yep. Second, what do you think of the golden ball that the uh, old master uses? Please. Yeah, golden stitch uses to time travel. Do you think that you can trust the other martyr? Uh, and why did she save Jonas? I mean, she's wearing all black, and she has heavy eyeshadow, and she has a fringe, and she's an evil. She's an alternate reality character, so she's definitely going to be. She's going to be um, guarded and potentially clouded, clouded or shrouded in mystery. But I think you know, if she is, if she is that her timeline's version of Jonas, like she is the, I don't know, like the traveler, the person who goes through their entire timeline and is both trying to stop and also causing the problem, then she, he can probably trust the younger version, just like we can trust young Jonas. Um, it's when it's when older Marta and uh, and Adam or Eve Marta, or whoever that is, starts turning up that you have to be worried. Interesting. Are you going to put that as a theory? You've mentioned that a few times now, that Eve Marta. Are you going to put that as a theory? Oh, uh, yeah, it's in there. It's in there. Don't you worry about that. That's, uh, that's, what, that's one of the few coming out of this that I actually feel like... Uh, I feel like might have some have some credence to it. Although, uh, as is traditional with Dark, we'll probably get to episode one of season three, and I'm like, no, it's just she's just from somewhere else. Like, <laughs> Jonas is still around. Yeah, well, uh, that definitely is going to happen. No spoilers. Uh, so, finally, from Sean, where do you think Stranger Jonas and the rest of the gang went off to right before the blast? So we've answered this again. He thinks they go on to 1888. Yeah, I, I think I think they're going 30 years before the 20s. Take three years before the 20s. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Okay. So Jane Choi. Petition to see happy dance video from Conrad on guessing Elizabeth and Charlotte relationship correctly back in the middle of season one. <laughs> it wasn't captured, but like, I'll give it a little like. Kind of, there we go. <laughs> There's the little dance. And uh, if you want to clip that up, just be my guest. Uh, so uh, I was very happy. Oh, MH just popped in and said, signed. As in the petition is signed for, for a dance. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay, MH. They need to thank me. Yeah, well, they'll, 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 they'll thank you, don't worry. Uh, so, MH, question for both. Which uh, one would you choose? A world without Wyndon or a world without Corona? <laughs> well, are we. One of them is fictional and one of them is real. <laughs> Neither can exist while the other survives. Okay. That's, that's what MH says. Um. What, so is the world without Vinden implying that all this time travel stuff is going on? Because if, uh, if if that's the case, yeah. then like the Vinden stuff leads to the literal apocalypse. So uh, <laughs> prob- probably that, I guess. I'd get rid of that. Yeah, like if it's literally like I think there is a town in Germany called Winden. Uh, I, I looked so, it up, and apparently it's fictional, but I don't know. Maybe it's a Springfield and the Simpsons situation. No, yes, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like there is a Winden, but it's not based on the real Winden, right? You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, so if we're talking about the real Winden, like if we could go back no to the start, the, if we go back to February, could, if we could get rid of one town and save everyone else in the world. I don't know. Then we're sort of getting into Ulrich territory. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of trolley problem situation there. Just like ah, uh, yeah, we'll just get rid of that town to yeah. save everyone. I wouldn't feel comfortable having the power to make that decision, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Eric asks for question for Conrad. Due to the thirty-three year cycle, pretty much the entire show has taken place in a few tiny slices of high activity across one hundred and thirty-ish years. Given that we know some characters have access to a portal that ignores the 33-year rule, would you care to expound uh, on um, what do you think they have done with the decades of time we we don't see? 
that's a good question. I I feel like there there must be stuff going on in 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 these these stretches of time in between. But for the people who are kind of like actively time traveling, I'm thinking specifically the Sigmundus guys. I I don't know what that could be. I, I they they. They, I guess no one's traveling during these stretches, so they don't need to be kind of actively changing anything or, may, or well, in their case, making sure that everything remains the same. So I'm mm. not actually sure. It's a really good question, though. And I, I wonder if I wonder if we're even going to be shown any of that. Um, the introduction of these these portals that can take you to wherever you want to go and the fact that more and more people seem to be using them definitely opens up a huge number of possibilities for what they're going to depict for that in the next season. Yeah. Um yeah not say <laughs> yeah. anything more i haven't it's, I, 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 it's a bit of a rubbish answer because i can't really it's one of those things where like there's so many possibilities for it that i can't really give a theory because it yeah, could yeah, yeah. it could literally be anything like they could just be hanging out or they <laughs> or, you know just being like hey it's the 60s let's listen to some beatles yeah. um or, or, or it could be like oh we're going to an alternate reality where the beatles don't exist uh i, I just don't know yeah, or they could just be studying studying books, uh, you know, learn about all quantum theory and stuff. Yeah. So um, this episode contains such an existential gut punch in what Jonas does to himself. I had the phys- a physical reaction when seeing the line, you will carry this pain for the rest of your life. It seemed to me that this level of self-harm would be sufficient to warp Jonas into Adam all by itself. Stranger Jonas is still fighting Adam, though. What else is required to push him over the edge? That's a good question. I wonder if it's the realization that it's his fault um, that that not only is Martha dead, but that it was him bringing the gun into the equation <clears throat> in an attempt to save her that actually caused the chain of events, which would allow Adam to kill her. So it, it's not just a case that he's failed to save her; he's actually very directly responsible for her dying. Um, I think that's that may well be enough because he still he is it, as we've kind of said a few times about um andreas pitchman's performance in the particularly the last few episodes but to be honest the whole way through he's able to kind of go from mysterious and quite dangerous looking to to incredibly vulnerable and almost a little bit kind of unstable and naive in, in a really believable way and i think we were seeing more of that towards the end of the season um so he he kind of he already feels like he's losing the plot a little bit um and is just kind of desperate to do whatever um so you know i think he's already i think he's already on the way to do it uh, to to becoming adam and it and it will just take that realization that it's his fault that Marta died um mm. to 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 kind of push him um down that path interesting interesting uh okay so next uh question comes from djkl productions a lot of questions, DJKL. I'm not going to be able to fit them all in, but I'll take a few um, out. First one is for um, both of us, um, I believe. Oh, no, no, it's for me. But it actually kind of is for both of us, actually. No, it's um, fine. I won't answer. I'll say nothing. Without wanting to anticipate too far, what comes after the third season when Conrad has seen and discussed everything? So, um, we've talked about this a fair bit before. What we want to do um, is do another, a different series. Now, we probably will touch, touch in on Dark every now and then as well, um, just because, you know, it's, it's where we came from. But at the same time, we're going to be doing a new series, uh, which we're currently discussing which series to do. Obviously, we're trying to find a series that Connor hasn't seen. So, every series that I suggest, it's, he doesn't really know how to react because he needs to trust me that it'll work, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so it works. Pretty- we just lie to them and just be like, "Yeah, I've never seen Game of Thrones before. I'm really looking <laughs> yeah. forward to it. One episode at a time. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I predicted it'll have a good. See end. you in four years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So basically, guys, the, the, the series we're looking at, uh, the the couple of series that I've got in my mind right now, they ha- they have to. There's a few different conditions we're going on. They have to be short-ish. So I'm thinking like no more than forty episodes. I'd prefer it to be less than 30, to be honest with you. Um, and they have to be sort of worthy of deep analysis. Yeah. And another thing is that they have to be worthy of theorizing. Like you have to be, you have to have something going on in the show that you're not quite sure what it is. Now, obviously, Dark is 
basically a, a, a ripe field for the picking in terms of that. Um, we're, not, we're never going to get a, a series with the same amount of theorizing as Dark, I don't believe. But we'll definitely get a series. The one I'm thinking of in particular, and we've talked about it, I think we're almost settled. We're not 100% sure, but I think we're almost settled. Definitely ha does have a lot of theorizing and a lot of mystery to it. Uh, but it's also got a really unique style that, um, that I think Conrad would really enjoy getting his teeth into. Now, another thing which I'm really looking forward to is I really am an invested in Conrad liking Dark. I really want him to like Dark. Um, it's not uh, working so far. Yeah, it's not working. So he hates this show. But uh, no, uh, he loves the show, which, which makes me really happy. But I really want him to like Dark. See, once we're finished Dark, I don't mind if every other series we ever do, he just hates just on it and awful. hates on it and hates on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just because I, if we choose like a different TV show and then Conrad absolutely hates it, we're still going to do it. He's still going to predict, but we'll just maybe have a different tone to the podcast. Yeah. But I just don't want him not to like Dark. That's that's the one thing. That's goal one. Get through this. That's goal one. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm sure Conrad's open to it as well. It's sort of uh, re revisiting uh, Dark every now and then on the podcast. I also... Um, yeah, definitely. I also want to uh, have Conrad on to dark discussions more often. It's a bit hard to get him on to dark discussions whenever there is spoilers, obviously, throughout. Um, I don't know how to do that, which would also make dark discussions the same show as it is now where we discuss the whole thing. Um, but that's, that's, that's quickly anyway. Just after Christmas, we'll be ready to do that anyway. Um, there is another thing which we might do as a special on the After Dark podcast, and I actually have never even mentioned this to Conrad, so he's hearing this for the first time. My friend Emmett, who does Star Trek uh, Discovery breakdowns with me for the minute, uh, we do Sci-Fi Saturday every uh, every Saturday on the, on the on the channel. He's never seen Dark, and I said to him that when we're not doing episode by episode again, like we're not doing that again. But I but I said to him uh, what we could do is he could watch like the whole first season, and then like Conrad and I could chat to him about it. And then he could watch the whole second season, and then we could chat to him about it, and then he could watch the whole third. So it's sort of like a real quick version of the After Dark podcast, if you know what I mean. Just do After After Dark. That's what after, I've been pitching yeah. the whole time. After After Dark, Just yeah. more, more and more people who haven't seen it, and we just add add members to the show as as time goes on. Yeah, but I think I think that, like, sort of as, like, a, like sort of a little special, like, maybe, yeah. maybe, like, January, February, March, or something like that, we'll have, like, one episode extra a month where we go into, we go into that idea. Uh, as well as that, like Conrad and I have lots of uh, ideas in, in the pipeline so uh, that are to do with the After Dark podcast and otherwise. So look out for stuff in the future, but we've definitely got loads of ideas. Yes, I agree with all of that. You agree with all of that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, I said I would choose a couple of yours, DJKL, so I'll try and choose another one. Um, Dark plays with a lot of religious motifs. Do you think that it, it wants to promote religion, criticize it, or is it neutral in this regard? I don't I don't think it's neutral. I I, I don't think I, I said this back in season one. I I don't think you depict a priest abducting children um without knowing that you're getting into some pretty pointed territory with that. I don't know I, I, I don't think it's their main goal, but I think they're definitely looking at in season one i think they're definitely looking at the influence that religion and, and figures who who uh are exponents of religion have over young children um and i think they are exploring in this season more the risks of blind faith in an idea and not just in an idea such as religion. I think there are lots of characters who have blind faith that what they are doing is the right thing. And by pursuing it um, to potentially dangerous ends, they actually cause more damage than they fix. You know, there's lots of examples of characters doing that. So I don't mm. think they're necessarily saying, oh, organized religion is bad. Let's get rid of it. But I do think they are, yes, particularly in the first season, I do think there is that they are drawing on some pretty pointed stuff for, and, and, and doing so deliberately. Um, and I do think they have something to say about the idea of faith as a motivator. Oh, hundred percent. And I, I would agree fully with you. I, th I think that, when they talk, even the way they refer to time as God and, and they just show how messed up God has made everything, it really does allude to the to the idea that um, maybe religious is, religion, is, at least in certain forms, is a harmful thing. 
Um, I think also that uh, the idea of uh, children being abducted in into time, the idea of time yeah. being gone, yeah, yeah. it's 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 like um, you know, it's kind of like it's it, it it does it does also speak to me in a similar vein in the idea of like you know being being abducted into a religion at a young age, you know. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely think they're they're drawing those comparisons very deliberately, and and actually that's yeah, that's an interesting point that even in season two we're still seeing Sigmundus, which. Although they say they're not religious, they have all kind of the trappings of a religious organization. Mm-hmm. They are bringing children in, or or young people into their organization. You know, the likes the likes of Agnes and uh, and 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 Noah. So yeah, there's there's definitely some deliberate um, deliberate messaging going on there. I think. Oh, one hundred percent. Annie Marl asks: uh, The stranger says Adam is the endpoint. Maybe I can't prevent myself from becoming what he is but I can stop what he has become of me. Can you reflect on what he means, how he intends to achieve this, and whether you find it realistic? Before you do that, she said uh, that this is a question for Conrad primarily. (laughs) Thank you very much. Stay out of it, you. You Get out. Um, I, that's, that's interesting that I I didn't pick up on that line, um, especially and uh that's that sounds like quite a well quite a loaded one so i would have normally expected myself to 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 notice that so what what is the line that he says adam is the end point maybe i can't prevent myself from becoming what he is but i can stop what has become of me okay so i i i, I get it you know i i get it it's like it's like he can you know he can't stop himself becoming it but he can stop the thing that he becomes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Like, yeah. He's kind of ex- I, Yeah. I, I, so I think. Um. I, I think that's a really succinct way of putting it. It's uh, similar to what how Jonas is starting to approach his role in all of this. He's saying, "My my fate is fixed in that stranger and later Adam are his endpoints. Like he is going yeah. to become those because they already exist. Mm-hmm. But the question is." what is adam's endpoint and how do we how do we set that endpoint to be something that resolves this in a way that is good for everyone um so yeah i i think that's probably what he's what he's referring to and it's actually it's a re- it's a really sad acknowledgement by his character that this and and in a, in a way is paradoxical because he's mm. sort of saying it's almost like um i don't know like a drug addict he's saying well i'm going to relapse anyway so i might as well take the drugs now he's almost saying i'm gonna become adam there's nothing i can do about it so i might as well become adam but while i'm doing that do like go to any means necessary to stop adam as he is now it's a it's a noble goal but it's it makes me question what he's going to do uh in in the pursuit of it yeah yeah interesting uh okay so uh a question from atahan there's one for each of us here First one for you. Um, let me see. A bit more of a meta question. How well do you think Dark... Now, we'll just talk about it, like the idea of how well they'll do. We're not going into the details of what you think because we've talked about that already. How well do you think Dark will be able to handle the concept of another world? Do you think they'll handle it, handle it well or will it be all far too much for them? Oh, no. I, I, have, every, I have every confidence they're going to handle it. Come on. They've done everything else so far. Like I know I've, I've gone on about it loads in this, but... The, the the complexity of moving that gun around the characters in that episode, I know it doesn't seem like much when you just watch an episode of television. It's like, oh, this character has the gun, and now this character has the gun, and this character has the gun. But to narratively structure that is so difficult, and 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 for it to work while you're talking about time, like while you're doing, um, while you're engaging with ideas of like time traveling, is is so impressive. Uh, so yeah, they they definitely have the chops to do it, and. I I have every faith in it. Although I do hope that there's like flying cars in Altmart as well. <laughs> I want it to be like the Jetsons. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, so for me now from Atahan, which reminds me, now that the season the season is up, why do you like this season more than the other two? I never said I liked it more than the other two. I think I, I they're all great. I love the whole show. But yeah, if, if you were going to put a gun to my head um, and tell me that I had to choose one, I probably would choose season two. Um, and I think that's maybe because we know all the characters, we're in the world, we get answers to some stuff, we have a lot of other mysteries set up. Um, 
It's got an awesome ending. And yeah. and it's it's it makes me hopeful for the third season. Now the third season in my opinion fully delivered. But I re- but I really loved like the excitement that I had for the third season was probably the greatest excitement I've ever had for any TV show ever. Yeah. And that was from I got that from season 2, you know? So that's probably why. That's probably why I think that way. But I, mean, I do the, think I think they're all isn't it? I think they're all the same quality, but I just feel that way, yeah. It's the, I think you get that with a lot of like middle chapters where not that I know anything about season 3, but the, when you finish the middle chapter, everything's so open-ended and the possibilities are so exciting whereas the third or the closing chapter because they're so focused on like kind of landing everything it's a little bit less probably there's normally less room for your imagination to kind of go crazy but um mm-hmm. I'm I'm yeah I'm really looking forward to what's what's going to come in season 3 I can't wait for that either awesome okay two more questions uh first one is from Beatrice uh and Beatrice says uh I asked Conrad Conrad's top 3 and bottom 3 characters from season 1 which he answered with Jonas, Alexander, and Claudia for the top, and Ulrich, Noah, and Bartos for the bottom. For any uh, any changes for season two, if so, please explain why the character was inc- included or excluded. So, what's your top three and bottom three characters? Now, she didn't ask me, but I'm going to answer this too. So, top three and bottom three characters for season two. You can take into account season one, but I would say maybe let's keep let's say season two separate. So, I think I'd like, I I did actually reflect on this when I listened back to that episode. And I was like, I don't really put, I don't really think alexander should have been in there i think mickle should have been in there really but i'm not going to change it i'm not going to retcon it that was <laughs> that was what conrad thought at that time and we're sticking with it um i think see season two for good guys Jonas has still got to be in there claudia's got to be in there so it's really just a fight for that third spot and i think i hmm who am i going to give it to i think i'm i think hmm I think it has to be Egon. I've got to give it to Egon. He deserves it. Okay. I'll do, I'll do my go top yeah, three. You, yeah, you do your yeah, good yeah. guys. My good guys are going to be pretty similar. Maybe even the exact same. But I'll, cha- <laughs> I'll, ch- I'll change it just for the sake of uh, interest, right? So I think uh, Jonas is going to go in based... Uh, just to make it a bit dif- different than yours, I'm going to say Jonas. I'll say Stranger Jonas, right? Even though they're the same person. But um, Stranger Jonas really came. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's. I like this in this series how he cr- became Lewis Hoffman is yeah. just unbelievable. Um, uh, also, Claudia, just Claudia, unbelievable. Um, and my third, Tronta. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a bush trimmed, Tronta's your man. Listen, if I was if I was that age and my granddad told me. That he's gonna get me some car, uh, some some uh, some driving lessons. I'd be stoked, you know. Yeah. Right, b- bottom three, off you go. <laughs> so obviously, I mean, Adam's got to be in there. You know, he's a real piece of work. Um, <laughs> he's not really a villain, but I'm gonna put him in there. I'm gonna say Clausen because he is kind of a villain. Like in it, he, well, okay, no, I'm gonna. Uh, he's not villainous. He's an antagonist. Like he, he doesn't even know it, but he's actively working against the interests of pretty much everyone else because he's sort of like doggedly pursuing. And it, you know, it's another talking about that faith thing. It's another character who is just like doggedly pursuing a goal, mm-hmm. almost, almost like bloody-mindedly, despite what it's actually going to do for everyone. So Clausen's in there. Who else? I think I mean Noah. He's not really a villain in this series. In the in this series, but I think yeah. I'll put him in there because he kind of has he has to be in there somewhere because he's such a great character. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, bottom three for me: Claudia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot Hannah as well. Stick her in. Like, oh, yeah, Hannah! Yeah, Hannah. Mention. I'm going to put Claudia in my top three and bottom three because I think she's genuinely a good person. But the the storyline with Egon, you know, in that particular storyline, she was kind of like the bad guy. So I'm going to put her in both. Uh, and then That's I'll cheating. and then I'll go with Adam too. Yeah, Adam, Adam, the big bad, the man who yeah. likes to to cover his scar. He's he's he's, he's really self conscious about this scar. Doesn't mind about these ones. Yeah, the face burns. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. God <laughs> forbid the... someone someone look at your neck and see that. Um, yeah. Okay, so last question comes from Handsome Head Injury. Uh, okay, so let me see. Why did Adam explain to Noah who Charlotte and Elizabeth were? even ha- uh, handing him Elizabeth's picture. Didn't Noah already have this knowledge from reading the missing pages? Um, I don't think he did. 
No, I, he must. He knew. He knew Charlotte was his daughter because he, he went and he, spoke he, to her. Yes, but I don't. But but it, does that mean that he knew? Like, did, did did he know? Like, why would Noah know who Elizabeth's mother was? Like, the world blew up when he met her. Yeah, that is a good point. There's no. The there's only no... explanation to that would be that uh, that was in the book too. But there's no reason why that would be in the book. Yeah, I mean that that is true. Maybe he didn't know that. It could also just be you know him emphatically saying yeah fine i lied to you this is this this is that what are you going to do about it you're going to try and shoot me and and you know it, it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's kind of like a villain explaining their plan like he he thinks he's won so he doesn't care like he's he's happy to to confirm everything that noah suspects him of lying to him about because he knows that he's about to kill him yeah like it, it works both ways uh, to me i personally i i think i do i do think that it, like imagine right Baby Charlotte had to be moved somewhere at some point, taken away from Noah and Elizabeth. That would be in the book, right? Mm. Now, let's say also for matter of argument that it also has like a big family tree in the book that everyone knows. So Noah would know who everyone is, right? But just because it says Charlotte, like he probably already knew that Elizabeth named the baby after the mother. So he doesn't, he wouldn't immediately think, oh, that's my, that, that's, that's my daughter. Yeah. Um, so and then when he when he goes to see her in the present day, when he went to see her in Townhouse's clock shop, did he know that that was Elizabeth's mother? I I don't know if he did. Is there any evidence to show that he did know that was Elizabeth's mother? I don't know. Well, I mean, it depends what he and Peter and Ellie discuss when they're in the bunker mm. after this. But I, I mean, if it doesn't come up, you know, Noah. Is some random? I mean, if you look at that kind of social dynamic as it exists for those characters, Noah is some random guy who has just walked into that bunker. They yeah. know the name, they don't know that face. That's not who they associate with Noah. And he's going to be like, "I'm Noah," and everyone else is going to be like, "Oh, you were the one who was murdering all the children." So like, <laughs> they're they're probably not going to be that talkative with him, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. honest. So it's entirely possible they just didn't tell him anything, and you know, then somehow he and he and Ellie fell in love you know what better way what better way to start a romance than with someone who's accused of murdering children exactly uh right okay so that is going to be us i'm just going to make one sort of little comment here based on uh a comment someone said don't let conrad w- uh, see the trailer for season three we're not gonna let him don't worry and i'm also going to edit together my videos that i made in a way that you can't see any of my predictions based on the trailers because i think We've been doing it so far. We're going to continue doing it, all right? So just rest assured, guys, he's not going to see any trailers. And you're going to see everything he sees in my videos anyway. And you'll know that there is no trailer stuff in there. Don't worry, I'm going to cut it out. Um, so, Conrad, any last thoughts this week before we head into the Theory Matrix on Monday? Just uh, send me your thoughts and prayers, guys, because the Theory Matrix is not looking good. I need all the help <laughs> I can get. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out. Thoughts and prayers. Um, <laughs> you know, they, okay, anyway, so... <laughs> I was about to say something that could have got me in a lot of trouble there. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> right. Okay, guys. Thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on audio apps. If you want to send us a, uh, an email, uh, criticism for Conrad or praise for me, either one, uh, it's adpodmail at gmail.com. That's adpodmail at gmail.com. Uh, why not? I own YouTube now. I may as well say it. Follow me on Twitter at HeyAnthonyJames. You can vote on polls for my Dark Discussions episodes every week right there. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we will catch you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the After Dark Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.